Hey, it's Jeffrey and Hillary, and welcome to the Bounce Back Better podcast, your weekly dose of inspiration and empowerment. So are you ready to step outside of your comfort zone to challenge the norms and achieve extraordinary things? If you are, you're in the right place. Each week, I'll either unpack stories of other incredible women just like you who dare to dream big and turn those dreams into reality, or I'll have a topic that will leave you wanting to take action. I'm here to fuel your ambition, ignite your passion, and push you to reach the heights you never thought possible. So whether you're climbing the corporate ladder, nurturing a family, or chasing a personal dream, this podcast is your guide to getting you to achieve what it is you want in life. So grab your headphones, take a deep breath, and let's go, because we don't just dream it, we have to do it. It's time, ladies, to embrace your power and bounce back better together. Hi, and welcome to another episode. Oh, well, I mean, oh, wow, am I multitasking today? My life over the last few weeks has been absolutely hectic. And I'm talking hectic on another level. I'm always multitasking, so that's a me thing. And I'll explain why in a bit. But just so you know, today's podcast is coming to you whilst I'm in the car driving. So I'm hoping that the sound turns out okay. I do have the right equipment with me, but let's just see. Now, wish me luck. So what are we going to talk about today? We are going to talk about two things and they work well together. It's about connection and it's about, it's almost empathy. It's like having that wonder of being interested in who is around you. So it's connection and learning about the people who are near you and that that's in all sorts of spaces that's in long-term and short-term spaces but before I do kick off I have to apologize I did say I was going to do personality profiles this week and I changed my mind because it will be coming up in a future episode I want to do the four styles in four consecutive podcasts so almost Monday Tuesday Wednesday Thursday or all on one day because I don't want to start off with what I call the captain and go through that one and then you all have to wait till next week to hear the next one. So I want to launch them all at the same time because once we hear about ourselves, then we'll be more interested in learning about others. You'll be less interested in learning about others, I think, until you understand you. And that's the beauty of understanding personality profiles or personalities is, is how useful a tool it is to become more accepting which is a perfect blooming segue into this week's podcast, more accepting connection and and getting to know those people around you. Now, the reason for this podcast, and there's always a reason, something sparks something, and I have two sparks this week that fired this one up for me. So I'm like, the universe is telling me to talk about this. I recently went to a Pilates studio, big shout out to Studio Pilates in Pelican Waters. Oh my goodness. Now, I'm a Pilates teacher, trainer of manufactured Pilates reformers. I've trained hospital staff. I've had a training skill. I've trained physiotherapists. I've had a huge background in Pilates. I've had three studios. And what I found being a teacher trainer, when I came to, and and it's probably happening everywhere, but when I came to Australia, I did train over here, which was excellent, my training. But when I came over here, now that it's become a bit more of a thing that everyone does, I don't find the standard of teaching good enough. And Pilates is one of those things that's it's probably like every exercise class. 
you need to look after each person. And what I've found is one instructor looking after any more than six people struggles to keep a, a class flowing as well as look after a student. And when I've gone to a few studios and signed up and done six or so classes, I've always left feeling like, wow, that was just a complete waste of money and time. By the time the instructor's tweaking somebody over here who's not doing something right or having a conversation because they're talking about their sore whatever, everyone else is left standing there. And as we know, Pilates isn't cheap. And I'm thinking, I'm not doing anything and it's not good enough. On top of that, I didn't think the instructors were actually good enough, as in they could teach the information, but they didn't really look after the people with injuries well enough. So Studio Pilates, what I love about it is that they have televisions around the wall that you follow and the instructor tweaks everyone as well as instructs. It is fantastic and I feel safe for everyone else in the class, which is amazing. So anyway, I went along to Studio Pilates because I had a conversation, just an off chance conversation with a lovely lady who I've since met and she was having coffee at my local coffee shop and in my usual way, I ended up chatting with her and she said, oh, I've just come from Pilates, you should try it down there. I never say, yeah, I have a huge background and I say, oh, okay, yeah, that sounds interesting. Anyway, I went along and it turns out I did my first class, thought amazing. Then I asked the lady, I said, oh, the owner, one of the owners, I said, Casey, could I interview you for my podcast? Because I think women in business are, and that's any business, and I'm not just going to say women in business, all women are interesting and we have stories to tell that that we like to connect with, just like my book three ones, and the stories in there I want you to connect with. But we can do that in real life and connect with people through their stories. But there is so much amazement out there, so many amazing women that it blows me away. And I thought, I bet you Cassie has an amazing story. She didn't just open a Pilates studio, you know, recently in recent times in the last year or so. Something else has happened for her. So I, you know, I'd love to interview you because I want. To interview people that will inspire you guys listening to think wow i mean i know as i talk about there's plenty of property developers on here that listen and you guys are inspiring women doing property developing are so freaking inspiring the woman learning toastmasters you're so inspiring so many people around me you give me that inspirational energy but we should all do that for each other so i asked cassie if she'd be keen and she was going yeah because she's a very high clown so clowns are keen to do that sort of thing they're like, oh yeah, that's, that sounds great. She starts going on and off, off on her own tangent, which was hilarious. And it turned out, she said, well, what do you do? And I said, well, I actually mostly work in the property space, but I did say that I actually mostly work in the property space, but my passion, what I love to do is inspire women to believe that they're capable of more and not just women, everybody, but mostly I work a lot with women that's that's my drive I am one I understand us we just think a bit differently doesn't mean I don't work with men often and I work with a lot of men because of what I do but this what I'm doing now is for women and and hello men that do listen because I'm sure you'll find some inspiration here and I know if you do but even like the writing of the book the things that I do are for you to understand that just have that wee bit more confidence just take those extra steps and achieve what you want don't give yourself a glass ceiling don't let the stories of the past define the future you. You know, choose the future you, who you want to be, and go and create her. That's what I'm here for. So Cassie said, so what do you do? And I said, well, I do a bit of this, that. I said, I've written a book. And she goes, oh, what's your book called? And I said, Three Wines. And she said, oh, stop it. I said, what? She goes, I've got that book. 
And it turned out that she had the book on her bedside table and she hadn't started reading it yet. And I'm like, what? Anyway, so we start talking and I have ended up doing the six-week challenge, but I ended up running the goal setting for it. Two days later, I'm now doing it with them. And I will offer that community as much as I can. I want them to listen to this. I want them to know that, hell yes, jump in. You know, commit to six weeks of excellence for yourself and just go do you, be the best you. So what that got me thinking was they didn't realize I was in their class. And then when I took the goal setting, they were kind of like, oh, she actually knows what she's doing. You know, I speak pretty well. I'm used to doing that sort of thing in front of a crowd. I'm not nervous. There's no ums and ahs. It's articulated well. I went back to the studio afterwards and recorded it to put on the Facebook page for those that weren't there. And it was just done very professionally. I gave them handouts with their branding on. I just looked after them. But they had a wow moment. Wow, you were here. And had I not talked to Cassie and said, hey, would you like to be on my podcast? That never would have happened. So my question to you is, who are you around that you aren't taking an interest in? That's one. And the second part of that is, you have a brilliance. And who would you like to share it with? And if you'd love to share it with me, I would love to hear from you. And I don't want to use everyday woman. I got told about that the other day. We're women. So I just want to speak to women who, who just do amazing things and have achieved something. You've overcome something and or you're striving to do something. Oh my goodness. I would love to chat with you on this podcast. So let me know. Reach out. Send me an email. Hillary at Hillary Saxton or Hillary at Property Mastermind. Honestly, jump on my website. There's places to find me everywhere, all over the internet, not every, every platform. So you can find me somehow. But feel free to reach out if you would love to have a chat with me about your brilliance. Because we need to support each other and be interested in each other and encourage each other. And when we do that, it just helps us gain momentum. And it creates that sisterhood, that group of women who are there to stand next to each other and beside each other and go, yes. Because I'll honestly say, hand on heart, I have felt very often in my life unsupported by women. And I probably think that's because of my personality profile. I come across as someone who's incredibly confident and I'm a high achiever. But I still have those moments where I want someone to go, oh, Hillary, that was excellent. Well done you. I can still check in. I need someone to say that was good, like we all do. Now, the second conversation I had was, when I made the advert for the book, and I've never released it, it's only on the Facebook page and I asked for feedback, and a couple of people commented on it, and somebody sent me a private message, which I appreciate so much, and she said, Hillary, honestly, and she just told me the truth, it's rubbish and I don't like this and I don't like that, which was the reason I never used it, because I actually felt the same way, and I just appreciated her honesty, and she said, I'd love to chat with you about it, I actually have a background in film, I'm like, holy heck yes I didn't know she was around me that's the cool thing she's been sending me messages and sending the old text and reaching out to me in a different way but I didn't know her brilliance so we sat down on Tuesday and we talked about a lot of things and wow what an amazing person Jacqueline is and it blew me away that I just had somebody in my circle of people in my world that was so brilliant and I know you all do too. So I have to say, Jackie, thank you so much for summarizing and sending me that email. I appreciate it so much. She summarized our conversation and just got me thinking a bit bigger, which is what I love people to do. 
push me to think that little bit bigger and you might be like that too but back to you listening who do you think could be in your world or who have you never had a conversation with the lady at Pilates the morning person you see at the cafe every morning instead of the small talk hello how's the weather did you get a new car ask them about them and not everyone loves the what do you do conversation straight off some people find that threatening but what do you do in your spare time can lead to the beginnings of a soft conversation where you actually learn about somebody and you never know who is around you how you can help them as in me being able to do the goal setting for the group or for the studio pilates as in Jacqueline being able to help me by me by just reaching out and offering to give me some feedback and I don't even know where that goes but it was so freaking amazing so what is your brilliance and are you taking the time to get to know somebody we're going to think of some spaces where in your life that you think well yeah here's an opportunity here's an opportunity to just get to know somebody a bit better to reach out to them to have a conversation and if I went through the four personalities it's probably going to look something like this my style might be more likely to have a conversation to somebody but it won't be too long it's a, it's going to be a little bit faster and because I'm probably in a rush not just me but everyone with my top trait but then the clowns of the world oh my gosh they're the best at connecting they are so good so they are definitely wanting to talk to people and make those connections but did you hear my wee my wee hint there they want to talk to people the wee problem there can often be the ratio of two ears and one mouth and clowns forget to use the ratio do a little bit of listening so they're often really keen to talk about themselves and forget to ask the others about them and sometimes we're all a bit guilty of that or not everyone but I'm quite high in clown so I can be guilty of that too but there is that reminder to stop and ask hey what are you doing hey what are you up to hey what's been going on for you and then of course the counsellor they're such the listener but they're probably a little bit less likely to spark the conversation so if you are a counsellor which most it's about 35% of the population is so that's the person who I haven't even gone through it and I've, bro- I've broken into it already but you're the peaceful person you are the person that everybody relies on you're trustworthy if you're that person that personality is more than likely going to be great at listening but not so great at initiating the conversation so if you feel that you don't initiate conversations with people then maybe it's time to start and then lastly with our conductors they're less likely to because they probably consider it rude but and I say that in the nicest way they sort of wouldn't just spark into conversations that's not their natural go-to and when I say rude they're quite that's a private thing so you wouldn't talk to somebody unless you were introduced to them or you're with somebody they were with somebody you knew so that it's an interesting dynamic when I say it like that because if you're like that it's not wrong and it's not right it's just the way you are but if we were to look at it through the lens of connecting with more women and understanding our brilliance and meeting people and connecting with people who have brilliance and just think if you're one of those personality styles we're less like the clown who are less likely to have a conversation with somebody then think okay I'm going to have a conversation with somebody just like the in the book where Linda talks about having a goal to reach out to six people a day there's that Pilates talk in there too but if you were to think yes I'm actually going to reach out to 
a few people each day and have conversations and just remember that to use the ratio as well if you're more likely to talk at people rather than with people but that way you are going to open the door to massive opportunities just like I have just like the two situations that have happened to me between Sunday and Thursday morning which was what it is today it is absolutely incredible and that's just from reaching out and taking that time to connect so some of the reasons we don't is because of our personality another reason is because we're quite critical and we judge people and we think a story up about them that's really not true so there's a model that our brain actually does and this is through the work of David Rock who's a neuroscientist and I've trained under him he actually delivered this workshop to me and that was mind-blowing and I've worked with it a few times it's called the scarf model so when we first meet somebody naturally this is what our brain does and this is they've researched this by looking at brain scans and watching the not necessarily in this order so we all have one higher than the others but the first one is S status we look at somebody and we measure them against us so we you're older than me, you're younger than me, you're fitter than me, you're thinner than me, you've got more money than me, you've got this, you've got that. We just naturally measure. We measure us against them. So if you're doing that, if you're doing that measure and you're coming up with you're falling short and the other person's better than you, which they're not, nobody's better than anybody. But if you are, then that would mean that you're less likely to reach out. But the other way around, if you're thinking you're better than them, well then you're not going to give somebody the time of day. But can we just start with we're all equal? And be aware that your brain does that. It measures without you realising because it's a way of keeping you safe. We, we have a social brain. It does everything socially first. What that means is if you were to walk into a huge room of people and as you walked in, you tripped and you snapped your, or you twisted your ankle, you would be really embarrassed. You would forget the pain of the sprained ankle, but you will always remember the social embarrassment. So that's that's the... A way of understanding our social brains we remember that sort of pain the embarrassment we remember hurt all of those feeling stuff we remember but physical pain goes away and the proof for the puddings in that one with childbirth well most people forget that eventually and they go and do it again so the first one was status we do the measuring the second one is certainty we like certainty so when it comes to reaching out to somebody new or meeting somebody new we think oh what if they talk for too long or what if I don't like them like you need to be certain this I've only got five minutes or I've only got a certain amount of time there needs to be certainty what if they don't like me so your brain is going to ask questions that it wants the answer to and it needs to be certain sometimes you just got to take that gamble hey so just take it and think okay I need that certainty it'll be okay the next one is a for scarf s-e-a-r-a the next one's autonomy we like choice so what you could be thinking is if I start talking and they talk too long what if they talk and I don't get a word on or what if they start giving me orders or what if I can't get away you need choice your brain wants to know it has a choice this is a really useful tool for every interaction if you've got a meeting hey great so good you know can we have a meeting at 10 o'clock there's your certainty if you say it's going to be about that eliminates the s the status because if you're somebody's superior or by giving them the information of what your meeting's about, even a phone call or whatever it is, by giving them that information, you eliminate that measuring, how are we going into this? Are we on the same page? Are we, how are we entering into this interaction? So that's how that works for a meeting. And then we do it at 10 o'clock, there's your certainty. 
will be finished by 11.30. There's your autonomy. We've got choice after that. Or making sure, please bring your ideas. I'd like to hear them. That's making the other person feel as though they have some autonomy, some choice. And then there's relatedness is next. So R, when you have a conversation with people, you naturally do this anyway. Where is your commonality? Well, to start with, how do you come to this coffee shop every morning? Or, oh, I see you at the gym every Wednesday. Or, you are there for a reason. I notice you've got children. Or, you drive the same car as me. We naturally do that. Our brain wants to do that, which is part of the showing you that the R is around us all the time. So, just be aware of that when you're trying to make that connection with somebody. Use the R. Find that related thing if it's something you don't naturally do. And then the last one, the F is for fairness. And in an interaction situation, if you wanted to have a conversation, that would probably be that one mouth, two ears. Make sure that you don't do all the talking. It needs to be a fair interaction, a fair use of each other's time. But that would be, in that scenario, the fairness counts for everything. It can account for, let's take it to a workplace. In the fairness realm, it would be that people are being paid fairly for the job they do you wouldn't have somebody being paid more than another person and they're doing the same job that the other person would feel like it was unfair when it comes to the scarf model so well I feel like I've talked a lot there but that's a great model but it's also a great model to use when we're talking about interaction and making connections with people which is what this is all about make the connections with as many people as you can and if you're not used to doing that give it a go because you never know who is around you who has absolute brilliance and you're missing so many opportunities and potential friendships by by not connecting with other women. And then, all right, time to wrap up, ladies and people. But remember, please encourage somebody else today. Encourage somebody else and tell them of their brilliance because how do we feel when we feel like We've been brilliant and somebody tells us we feel great. So tell somebody via text, via email or just to their face. And I would so appreciate, please, if you share this podcast with somebody, maybe you're in a Facebook group somewhere, pop it in there and say, hey, listen to this. For those of you that are into personal growth and wanting to grow your confidence and just be happier and live an extraordinary life and no longer settle for mediocre, then I'm your gal. Anyway, that's it from me this week. I hope you get something from that. And here's hoping that the podcast in the car scenario worked. I'll have a wee listen and see how it went and it'll either go up or it won't. But I'll catch you next week. Bye for now. Bye.